welcome back, guys, to the So Much More podcast. I'm Evelyn, and our co-host today is. Damn. I was gonna say sorry, babe. I messed up. <laughs> Rolly Wogs. Our special guest today is Abiel or Filmfoot AB, whichever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He prefers AB, right? Yeah, AB is probably the easiest one because getting people to say Abiel or Abiel for some reason is like the hardest thing to do for them. So I just keep it short. Has anybody yeah. called you like Miel? Miel? Not, not Miel. Miel, because it's literally a. It's easy. Abiel, Miel. Miel? Miel. Miel out of every. I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten <laughs> Miel. Um, man, I've gotten it all though, but Miel, that would have catch me by surprise. Nah, I, I haven't gotten that yeah, one. Yeah, nobody would like, Nah, you're being extra now. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. All, all right. right, so you just woke up from a nap, right? Yeah. And I did too. You woke up from a nap? Oh, you did wake up from a nap. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it was a crappy nap. Nap club and shit. All right, so we're going to start off with a little shot. Cheers. Cheers. Good podcast. Oh, no. Ooh, I regret that instantly. <coughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, my God. I fuck with it. I like I like 1800. That one hit me hard. Sure. Yeah, it hit your heart too. It, cle- it cleared me out though. I felt like I was a little stuffed up, so <laughs> it did its thing. <laughs> now the Avion one is the one that's like crazy. I don't know why. I mean, normally this one's pretty smooth, but it it kind of caught me off guard. Maybe I'm chilling. So uh, <laughs> okay, Av. So tell us, like, what do you do? Well, first, first, oh. I want to know. Okay, okay, what do you do? Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'm a photographer, but sometimes I I direct i do videography i'm i'm a creative of all sorts it just depends on the project but mainly i'm a photographer and that's what i started with and that's what's kind of like my main thing i stick with um besides that i don't know that's pretty much the main like two things probably three things but yeah photography yeah so um i noticed that whenever we gave you the our address and stuff you were like oh you guys are some southeast kids too right so where where'd you grow up or, or I, what? I grew up in Pasadena and um yeah, it's just crazy that, that you guys are like just down the street because everybody yeah. I always meet, they're always like, Yeah, I'm from like Cypress, I'm from A Leaf, I'm from like Woodlands and I'm just like, um that's super far from where I'm at. And nobody yeah. really understands like I feel like the Southeast culture, like everything that we're around, like I don't know if you guys travel a lot to like Pasadena or like by two twenty five or mm-hmm. if you That's guys where are. I grew up, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't think anybody else knows what being brought up in that environment, like, kind of makes you think about life. Like, I yeah, don't know, you think about working in the refineries, like coming out of high school, at least at least uh, being a being a guy. That's kind of like what I was brought up on my dad uh, working in the refineries, all my cousins, my uncles. Like, so I just wanted to break that stigma of like, you know, just following in the family, quote unquote, tradition. as a guy. Exactly. And um, I don't know. Luckily, I had a, I had a lot of like um, friends and also my mom. I guess like just teaching me things about the world, like hip hop. I was I was really raised on like heavy, heavy, heavy Hispanic music because of my dad. So yeah. I was I was kind of stuck on that for a while, and then my mom started teaching me about like Eminem, like who else? Your mom. My mom, but she doesn't really listen to any of that now, but. I don't know, at the time, I think it was just because it was, like, the radio was popping it. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just started picking up on, like, hip-hop culture and starting to realize, like, there was, like, a bigger world out of Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, later on, like, once I started traveling to Houston and meeting a lot of other people, I was like, wow, this world's way bigger than just, excuse me, uh, 
refineries and yeah this small town life so and that's crazy no, like yeah. my mom was super against like rap all that hip hop shit yeah she was but you know like um the first cd that i ever bought was at a at the flea market uh on telephone mm-hmm. what's that does that have a name i just the know te- i think it's just the telephone, telephone flea, flea market, market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know the oh, one yeah. that has a name is la tia pancha la tia pancha yeah, yeah. By that the, one's by airline right yeah. 59 over there yeah i don't think i've ever been to that one you must have like it's uh, a, it's one of the biggest but oh yeah so I, would, I never went until we went really yeah because i feel like that's a drive for me like from pasadena area oh wow i took your cherry for that flea market <laughs> <laughs> no oh, wait, but, yeah. but it's also called like sábado <clears throat> domingo i think i've heard people talk about it but i don't think i've ever been i've been to this mm-hmm. other one that's like um I think it's on I-10. I-10 and... Ah, I don't remember the street. Bro- nah, it can't be Broadway. I don't know what street it is, but... <clears throat> it's on I-10. It's like a really small little flea market. But I don't know. I just kind of stay grounded to the ones I was like raised on. Close to, yeah. I really don't go to other ones. Like uh, mm-hmm. My mom worked at the... Um, the flea market in Pasadena. So I was always like stuck to that one for the Wh- long... Which years. one? The one next to Jumping World? Yeah. Oh, oh the indoor one. Yeah. Oh, I used to go to that one too. So I used to like kind of be like a... I guess you could say like a flea market kid. And then she worked at the Pasadena Mall for some time too. So I was just kind of always like, I don't know, around those settings. And What school did you go to? I went to my elementary. I went to Fisher. And then intermediate, I went to Parkview. And then high school, Sam Rayburn. Oh, okay. I only know Rayburn. Yeah. Huh? I only know Rayburn. Those, those schools are like literally. Well, there's Memorial and uh, there's Memorial in Pasadena too. Uh, right? Yeah, Memorial. And then obviously Pasadena High and, and Ray- Rayburn. Rayburn. I think that's pretty much just the Pasadena. For the schools. Pasadena High schools. Mm. But we're, we're also like next, right next to uh, South Houston and. Yeah, because Soho's right here. Yeah, Soho. the street. Y'all went to Soho? No. no. Where'd you, what, what high school did you go to? Uh, long what, story short. What high schools did she go to? I went to three. I went to uh, East Early College High School, right? That's, that's what yeah, the East name? Early College High School. Yeah, that one. It was by navigation. And Magnolia, like yeah. over there. And then I went to um, Austin High School and then I went to Chavez High School. Yeah. And then I just went to East Early. So East Early was a new school. Like we were like the guinea pigs. I was the second class there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it, was only... like, it was one of the first schools that started with the graduating with your associate's degree. <laughs> okay, okay. And yeah. your high school diploma at the same time. And now a lot of the high schools offer that, which I think is really good. Yeah. Instead of like kind of like tearing apart, like making you split to another school just because they have that program and. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we used to do that because we used to have to go to like the HCC campus like out of school. But yeah. it was right next door. Though. But it was right next door. Uh, Both locations. Because mm-hmm. I started off, it was off of Woodridge mm-hmm. and it was just a bunch of T buildings at the time. And HCC was right across the street. So like period seven, seventh period or whatever would be like a HCC class. And then yeah. I'd go over there. And then we moved to over there navigation, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they built a HEC at the same time that they built the school, no? Yeah. But I think it was for that reason. Yeah. So they, so we can just walk connected. there. Yeah. Rayburn is by, uh, <clears throat> what's the street that it's on? Rayburn's like in between Burke, Burke oh, okay. and Preston, Cherrybrook, uh, Pasadena Boulevard. Yeah, because I think that's the high school I was going to go with, go to because my grandparents lived on... Uh, Strawberry. On Burke. Oh, on Burke. Yeah, because it's on Spencer. Those the, that's Burke, right? Where yeah, the Walgreens sta- is. Yeah, that? the stadium in the Walgreens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to that that high school because it's like down the street, right? Yeah. Right, like off of like Burke or whatever. Yeah, but 
My grandparents uh, live right down Burke, too, and my dad was raised at the house, like, his whole life, and I'm surprised he just ended up buying a house, like, just down the street from them, too, so. Oh, like, your dad bought, he was born here? Uh, no, my dad was born in uh, Durango. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they came over here, I think, when he was, like, uh, either a young teenager or a little younger, and um, they lived in a duplex first over there by, like, Jackson Intermediate, uh-huh. so they lived where Jask- I mean, Jackson Intermediate was, or is, and then the duplexes were there, and they got bought out, either by the city or something, and then they mm-hmm. moved the duplexes, if you owned it, or if you bought yours, and they moved it to the neighborhood right next to it. I'm surprised that, like, you know, they moved to Pasadena. Yeah, I don't... Because Pasadena is always, like, whenever I used to live with my grandparents, like, in Pasadena, like, um, I feel like it was, like, a white people neighborhood. Yeah. It, it was not, like, many Hispanics there. No, and then the history of Pasadena is, like, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, really dig deep, but uh, Pasadena had, like, the, the or I don't know if it was, like, the only library in, in Texas. I doubt it, but they had the KKK library, like, right as soon as you entered the city. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, they had, like, they sometimes would protest and do roadblocks and, like, yeah, scare a lot of people coming over. Like Ku Klux Klan shit? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, they had a yeah. Grand Wizard and everything. He, but oh, wow. I think what ended up happening with that chapter was, like, I think the guy ended up getting ran off, the main guy, the wizard. And, um, because I guess he was sleeping with some of his, like, members, <laughs> wives and mm-hmm. daughters or something. So, that chapter ended up, like, dying out in Pasadena due to that. So, but, yeah, Pasadena used to be... I don't know if it, it was a scary place, but people said that... I've always felt like Pasadena was, like, a safe place. Yeah, it definitely feels like that now. I don't know what it was, like... Yeah, because... But we, even growing up, for me, though, like... You felt like I, it was a safe place? Yeah. I feel I, like... I, I did, It was, too. like, chill. Like, I feel like... Well, it's because, like, I was on, like, Houston-Pasadena limits, right? Yeah, like, he's literally, like, on the right. line. Yeah, I was living... Uh, I used to live on Allen Genoa okay. off of 225, and then, like... If you keep going, then it's already entering Pasadena or whatever. So I feel like, but I feel like you grew up Pasadena, Pasadena for real, for real. And yeah. I feel like I was, I was just going there and then coming back. Yeah, because you know? I lived in Pasadena with my grandparents, like on Burke <clears throat> Street, but we were never like at home. We were yeah. always in Magnolia or like, yeah, you know, Oak Meadows or whatever. That's yeah. where we would go. And then at night, I would go to Pasadena. So you were we out never there looking for me or what? Boy, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but Magnolia, I feel like uh, there's a lot of people that have, like, this stigma that it's, like, a bad neighborhood or, I don't know, people that don't go to Magnolia often. But I love Magnolia. Like, I go over there and I feel comfortable there. But maybe because we're just around a lot of brown people. So And that thing is, too, like, I remember when I was younger, I used to, like, walk to, like, this one Popeye's. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, how the hell did my mom let me, like, walk to Popeye's, like, with my sister or my cousin, like... You, you know, dragged like, me there a couple of times. Yeah, I did. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah. that's not fucking safe, you know? Yeah. But I also feel like growing up there, I mean, yeah, you'll see drunks or like, mm. you know, homeless people. But it's just like, I feel like they don't really do any harm in a way. Yeah, they'll probably be like whistling or whatever, yeah. you know? But it's just like, you just walk and ignore. I think yeah. you just got to watch your back in situations like that. Yeah. But, but I feel like now it's more like been brought to light, like... A lot of more ugly stuff that's came out. Not in yeah. Magnolia specifically, right? But yeah, yeah. The only the only uh, story I know about Pasadena was like that guy, that Halloween dude. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. the, sh- the, sh- the Candyman. The, the Candyman, candy yeah, yeah. That's the only like story. I was like, oh shit, that's in Pasadena. Like the fuck. That's wild. 
And now they, they have the Netflix, uh, the Killing Fields. But that's in... Uh, but that's like off League, City. League City. Have you seen it? No, actually, you know, <clears throat> I just seen an ad for it, but I didn't bother really looking into it. You should. Yeah, we played a few episodes and it's just It's, wow, it's really was... good. Yeah, it's like about the 40... I always knew about it because I like watching like a lot of the crime stuff and it's like about the Killings 45 South... Pearland, Friendswood, uh, Lake City, like all those Damn. neighborhoods that you would think are like super safe. Yeah. Had like a lot of like killings. Yeah. yeah, those are the ones that I feel like there's always a crazy background, like some shit went down. <laughs> he Googled like uh, uh, all of Pasadena. Like. <laughs> yeah, like I think for a, for a long time, especially probably sometime right out of high school, especially when I started shooting, um, I like to document like a lot of the older buildings that were like coming down in Pasadena and I had a feeling like eventually they weren't going to be around and it, it's true because a lot of my favorite ones are already gone and now it's like Pasadena the only thing that we really have that's old is really just like the town square mall and even at yeah. that now it's like you know empty 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 because yeah. I think now they actually finalize that they're probably going to demolish it or... no way yo when they demolished that what was that a bank yeah uh, the bank see I was there that morning I went I was like keeping up with that I like wanted to document that too so I was there for that. They're th- they're t- they're thinking about taking down Pasadena Mall. Yeah, I, be- I believe so. I think they I think either they finalize that or they're like now completely repurposing that land for something else. But right now it's like completely empty. I haven't been there since they announced it, so I don't know if the mall's still active. If they still got stores in there, but there was really nothing left when I had last one in there. There was probably like top ten like ten stores or less. Yeah, Damn. I'd go Wait, in there and is, buy Lokes and shit. Is uh, where's the exclusive elements at? I'll meet them all. Oh, I'll meet them all. Oh, okay. They used to be in, I don't know if I'm mistaken if it's the same spot. Nah, maybe not. Mm. Yeah, if they were in Pasadena Mall. I don't know. Dang, I used to go to Pasadena Mall, like, all the time. I was at Pasadena Pasadena Mall. Terry used to work at Pasadena Mall at the the Foot Locker. Mm. And then, wasn't Premier Select? No, 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 I'm tripping, I'm tripping. No, Premier Select was Woodlands, and then they have the Baybrook. Yeah. Yeah. So never mind. Damn, that's kind of sad. Yeah, that is because I mean I don't know that was a good part of my childhood. So I mean things come and go, so it can't really be held up on the fact that it's not gonna be around longer. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a part of Pasadena. So now we have like one less thing to kind of like tell people this is what Pasadena is like. Because yeah. you know I felt like that was like the highlight of Pasadena back in the day. Like oh yeah, we got the the mall. Like that's yeah. it. But now we don't really have anything besides like everyday stores but you stuff. know what though like i feel like fairmont is growing a lot oh yeah it's popping i love driving there oh my yeah. god me too it's like literally straight down from you know here. I, I always wonder i'm like man how is fairmont to other people that don't live right next to it because i live like that's like the second street away from me the biggest street so mm-hmm. i'm just like i wonder how it is for people that i mean you guys i mean this, we're down the street yeah, yeah. But, but it is a kind of a drive, drive. for us mm-hmm. like but it's like sometimes she'll be like uh let's go to walmart and i'm like all right well i'm gonna go to the walmart on fairmont because yeah, i don't want to we, wanna, have, one we have one down the street like on the feeder and i'm like nah fuck that one i want to go to the fairmont one yeah. I, it just feels like safe you know because cleaner I and shit I, yeah I like know, i would like, go to the h-e-b <clears throat> to go grocery shopping yeah. and i feel so safe just going by myself mm-hmm. t- do a u-turn get canes raising canes on the way back <laughs> what about fiesta you don't go to fiesta this one it's Fiesta, right? Right yeah. on there's a Fiesta right I've here. gone for like emergency stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I when I've gone, like I'm always like watching my back. I'm not even yeah. kidding. Like I'm always scared. And then when You've we been go going to, to the wing stop. When we go to the, I've probably gotten down <clears throat> like once or twice. But other than that, El Sebaja. 
Okay. Yeah. It's, been, it's been crazy because they've been doing the, the like shootings and shit at, at the Borrego uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. food truck. Every, but I mean, it's Edgebrook. So. Every time I see something uh, get posted about Borrego, like, it's always funny because it's like, not funny because it's, it's sad that, you know, people are shooting and there's <laughs> violence, but it's always some like big episode. Everybody in the city ends up like finding out about it quick and spreading. <laughs> like, it's like a novella episode and everybody's just onto it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember, I don't know if you guys remember, it was like a long time ago. Um, I think it was a video that surfaced of like somebody fighting at Borrego and they had like stuck their hand through like the glass window door to walk in because uh-huh. I guess they were trying to fight somebody inside. And then that's how I ended up finding out about Borrego because I didn't know about it before. Like that was the I way know. I found out. And Have then, you tried yeah. them? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been there a lot of times. I think my original spot before that was uh, Jalapeno. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> so like it, it went from that. It might, it might have been another one before that, but it was definitely jalapeno, and then we... St- but you oh. know which one was for me? Jalapeno on Harrisburg. On oh, Harrisburg? Is that yeah. the one where you're getting piratas? Yeah. That was oh, the original shit. to me. There's this one... There was a spot on Harrisburg. If, oh, I my think, God. Don't tell me the one by the Washateria. Man, I don't remember where it's at, but it was called... Shh, they made nothing but gorditas. Um, oh, no. It was a black truck. Mm. Then they had, like, a alacran on it. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It must have been next to, like, the market, I think. I don't really know, but that was the only truck I've ever been to in, uh, over there. Yeah, because the, the Harrisburg, I used to go to Jalape- uh, Jalapeño, like, the one next to Family Dollar. Yeah. Man, I used to get the piratas so good. And then, I'm getting, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this other one that's been there for years. It's another taco truck next to the Washateria. I never know the name, but their tacos are so good to me, right? Mm-hmm. But I ordered, like, s- a specific custom order of my tacos from that specific location. Well, verdura on the no, side? No, it's just, like, um, tortilla de harina, fajita, queso fresco, yeah. aguacate, cilantro. They're, they're, we, my parents just took me over there to a uh, pupusa spot. Supposedly, it's, like, a really good pupusa spot. I haven't... Which I don't, one? I don't know the name of it, but... Um, In Harrisburg? Or in Magnolia. In Magnolia, but I don't know what street it must have been. Cause there's like, is it by Austin, the high, like Austin High School? Or on Harrisburg? It's kind of like some of the first restaurants you run into when you, you're coming from like Pasadena. So I don't, Oh, off of 225? Yeah, off of 225. So once you get into the neighborhood... Okay, so I feel like if you get off of 225, get on Broadway, and then get onto Harrisburg, it's probably La Oloculta. It's like next, to, like on a shopping strip. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a shop- tiny. Yeah, tiny shopping strip. Yeah, we yeah. Did, we just went to that one, and then they took me to a uh, refresqueria that was like, I guess down the street too. It's From like super cheap one? or something. I want to say if it, I don't think there's one. There's one on Harrisburg, and I feel like oh, we, we did a photo shoot one the time. The one in and front it was... of it was it in front. I, I think it might be across the street or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, we've been there like once, I think. It was like super popular when we showed up, but my dad had told me it's because. Uh, they have really cheap prices or something. Mm, well, I mean, yeah, I think the the spots in Magnolia are probably, like, cheaper than if you go here. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super tax, especially <clears throat> being on Edgebrook. I feel like they know what's up because, like, everybody comes over here to mm-hmm. eat tacos and get whatever they need, and they tax. Like, that's kind of, I feel like, one of the reasons why I don't really come to Edgebrook that much because mm-hmm. I used to to come get tacos, and then a lot of taco trucks started popping up in Pasadena. So I'm like, you know, let me just try these, like, mom-and-pop ones. And see what's going down. And a lot of them did film me. But then there was this one that stuck to me that was, like, just down the street. So I'm, like, I'm probably not going back to Edgewick for some tacos. Like, <laughs> Which one is that? Shout them out. Uh, man, I don't know the name of it. But it's on Shaver. 
uh, not Shaver, uh, Preston and Vista. It's like at a, either I think it's a Texaco. Hmm. I mean, they deliver good food and it's it's yeah. nothing I can't complain. Like I can't complain about the food. He's that. giving us the wrong address the, so we don't pull up. <laughs> <laughs> now the one we want to try is the one the one dollar tacos right here. Um, next to South Houston. Oh my God! Yes, they're like popping <clears throat> on TikTok. Like uh, they're big on TikTok. I was like, "What the fuck?" Because there's like, always a long ass line. Yeah, it's Tresqueria South Houston or something like yeah. that. And, and they do the trompo shit. Yeah, uh, trompo. Oh, you know what? There's this restaurant. Don't know the name of it either, but it's over here by South Houston. It's um, man, like it's kind of in between, like where um, Food Town. Like as soon as you pass yeah, Food, Food Town, Town, there's like a shopping strip. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, don't tell me it's the one that's like in the shopping strip and it's like in the corner. Yeah, it's in the corner and then they're like, they have trompo también and then they're just cutting that's it. That's on Miguel's strip. Oh, right there. Right there, yeah. His cousin just opened a barber's like, uh, right salon there. right there. Right like there? on that shopping Oh, they're strip. the ones in the corner. Yeah, it's the one that I mean, my dad's taking me there and they make pretty good food. So I, we went like twice and I really can't complain about it. It's a little bit that's greasy, dumb. but. Yeah. I'm gonna miss tacos. Yeah, I kind of, I can I feel like I've gotten into that mode where it's like, man, I'm not gonna wait around for like tacos that I could probably just get down the street. So <laughs> somewhere else where it's not popping like this. So yeah, I like going to the one right here on Edgebrook, the green one, because it's a drive-through, so I don't have to even taco get madre. off. And yeah, the, yeah, taco madre, and I can just pay with card. That the one with the big ass green bus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they closed the bus down. Now they they opened the little restaurant. The restaurant. restaurant yeah. Because it used to be the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think we used to go there often, but a lot of my friends would always like gas that place up. They're like, yeah, we got to go, we got to go. And I think I ended up going to it once, like after a party. And I was like, yeah. I feel like when people like hype it up, and then you try it and it's like, you're yeah. expecting like this. But in reality, it's just fucking tacos. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, Most I- of the time they hype it up because everybody else hypes it up or some shit. Yeah. But if you just go, like, we went to, I never, I had never been to Taco Madrid until recently. And then when we got it, I was like, oh, shit, it's pretty good. Yeah, to me, they all taste the same, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I think I judge it based off how greasy it could be. Yeah. If it's, like, greasy, greasy, it's like, yeah, it's not that good for me, but... Yeah. Hey, but she's a pupusa plug, bro. Yeah, I am. You you cook them up? Yeah. I just made my own recently. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. She's Salvadorian. I'm so... Ah, Yeah. So my mom sells them, like... And she lives in Pasadena. Yeah. So I like if I, I'll be posting it if you ever want some. Yeah, she, they're always taking orders and stuff. So uh, they're like I want to say they are the best because <laughs> let me tell you why. My grandma showed my mom how to make them, and my grandma does the chicharron like from scratch. Mm-hmm. So she like does the lo muelen and then they prep it and then you know. And a lot of restaurants, what they do is they buy the chicharron prepped already, mm-hmm. so it's not the same. And then the cheese is different. <laughs> so you just gotta try it. <laughs> I think I, there's this one spot like in Pasadena, but it stinks. Like it's good, but it stinks. Yeah. Like, up, I don't know. I think they got something going on with their like drainage it's, system no, or something. It's weird because I mean I love like Salvadorian food, but a lot of the restaurants stink. Yeah, it smells like drainage, and you're like, yes, what it's the weird. Fuck is going on in it's here? weird. Yeah, that's why I was asking. It's not how one... when you, when you get home and you smell like that, right? Ah, well, I smell like pupusas. No, no, it's because they, no, they smell like pupusas. <laughs> like she'll take our son with her, and then they come back, and they're both just like. But it's yeah, like because we're smelling. We smell like pupusas. But yeah, but yeah. it's never like a drainage. No, it's but like, the yeah. restaurant. So I don't, I don't yes. know what y'all talking about. No, so. yeah, it stinks. Cause yeah. the one on Harrisburg, the one you went to, it didn't stink for you. Nah, that one was actually kind of clean. Yeah, because when I've gone there, I feel like it stunk. Damn. I mean, unless we're talking about two different spots, but. No, I mean it's just like uh, I just know, you know, and there's another one that I've gone 
gone to that is also like in that area and it didn't stink as much but i know like what you're talking about like yeah the one i'm talking about is on like it's on shaver and it just stinks like yeah you're just in there like damn i'm really paying for this shit like, <laughs> but i'm like i might as well get it because who knows wait what the so fuck do else. you like platanos fritos or you just go hell for yeah you hell do yeah. you know what last time i ordered it because I wanted to get it for my family, for them to eat it, because I feel like they don't really order nothing besides, like, the basic shit. So I was not saying that that isn't. No, I'm, yeah. Just to have something else. And, um, yeah, it came with, like, cream, uh, sour cream or cream. Yeah, crema, or crema. And, frijoles. and I was kind of like, wait, hold up. I didn't know this what the fuck it came with. So I felt a little bit like, are you supposed to dip the platano in the crema? Or so how you know what work? I do? I mix my crema and frijoles together so I don't double dip on either. Ah, and okay. I just, so I put the the frijoles like if they're like more liquados yeah then i'll put it with the crema and then like i just literally like mix it so my my frijoles turn into like this super soft brown color because they have crema <laughs> and then i'm just like dipping the the what you Platano. call it? the platanos in there it's Damn. so bomb i don't know i tried i tried i tried it and i just wasn't feeling it i'll fuck around and put platano with um beans but i don't know about the well crema. you know it depends too what type of crema they use that's, I don't like crema by itself, you know? So I always mix it, like, with the platanos. Yeah. No, I, I, I love Salvador, uh, Salvador. Salvadorian. Yeah, Salvadorian food. I think we just got a Salvadorian truck, like, down the street from where I live. I've yet to go try it. I mean, I pulled up, I looked at the menu, and I was just like, I don't know, the pictures weren't, like, grabbing me in. I was but it's like, always the pictures that kind of, like, turn you away, though, Yeah, right? I'm like, like, damn, I don't know about that. And nobody yeah. was there, too, so I'm mm. like, I don't know what the vibe is, is to buy something or not. So I was just like, I'm going to just stay away. Especially because lately I feel like I've been trying to avoid uh, any food that makes me feel, like, just, like, shit. Like, like bloated uh, afterwards. Yeah, I'm just, like, trying to be careful because I feel like I've had, like, run-ins in the last or in this past year where i ate something and i got like uh what's it called food poisoning, uh, food poisoning. yeah mm. so i was just like man i don't want to run into that ever again because it feels yeah. food poisoning i swear it probably feels like covid y'all had covid i don't i've never had covid i've never got tested for COVID. he never got <laughs> well see if you, if you have covid i mean that's the best way i could explain it it's like bad food poisoning because you know you're just like hurting you're like uh like you just, your body aches when you get food poisoning I think so. I I don't don't really recall, but yeah, I mean, I don't feel good. I just feel like complete shit, like energy deprived, like sweating and like, but uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Yes, sir. Cool. We were talking about a lot of food, but we're ready to talk about what you do. Yeah. Tell us. We got distracted with too much food. Now I'm starving. (laughs) I had one more question though. Oh, okay. About was, food? Yeah, about food. Thank you, Fat Baby. Well, because it was Mexican food, Salvadoran food, and then what's the other one? The, the taca oh, that we go to. I was going to talk about it too. Um, Hondureños. Hondureños. Have you, oh, okay. Have you ever tried it? No, I don't think so. I want to say I haven't. Okay, so if you want to try it, there's this um, like little bus. It's like, on the way to South Houston. Yeah. Okay. It's It's blue. And it's like blue and white, right? And uh, when you go there, ask for pollo con tajadas. Mm-hmm. It's so, so fucking Bro, good. I feel like, fucking... I'm not gonna lie. I mean, y'all are gassing it up. Y'all are saying that no. it's good. Okay, okay, okay. So if, if, it, it if, if it is good, then then definitely I'll give it a try. But I feel like, I don't okay, know. Just... Like, Let me so... explain what it is. <clears throat> okay, oh, you yeah. explain it from your point of view because you're Mexican. Okay. And... All right, from my point of view, because she's the one that's introduced me to all this food, right? Because I've only known like tacos and all this I, Mexican Yeah, because I probably would hype it up because that's one of my favorite dishes. <clears throat> so, so I'll let him do it. So... Yeah, so she introduced me to Salvadorian food and everything, and then she one day she was like, "Oh, you should try this. It's um, 
comida hondureña or whatever. And it was pollo con tajadas, con tajadas right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's that, right? And then I think it was like at a, a family party or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what My it mom. was. And and then so it's pretty much chicken and fried chicken. Fried, it's fried chicken and then it has like from my point of view right I don't mm-hmm. know it has like this sauce on it mm-hmm. over it like and so it's kind of like it makes it kind of crunchy soggy and then te, te lo dan with um, platanos what fritos. No, it's like, so it's not okay. So platanos fritos is what you eat. Okay, yeah, the sweet so ones. They're they're like tostadas and shit. Like but they're like the, the tajadas are made out of the green bananas. But mm-hmm. they're but they're, but they're toasty. They're like kind of hard. Yeah. So it's like it's almost like f- like fries, you know. Oh yeah, it's like but, tasteless, right? No tiene like. No tiene sabor. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. man, dude, like. But mixing everything together. Yeah. Sorry, so I'm then, <laughs> so then, yeah, she gave me like the chicken and then the platanos and, bro, I I don't know, they're fucking good, it's bro. Good so so that's the first time I ever tried them. And then she was like, oh, there's this truck that sells it, right? So then we went and picked some up, and then when I tried them, I was like, hell yeah, this is because the shit you see, right here. It's, you can make it in different ways. My mom makes it with, like, this red sauce, mm-hmm. and then they make it with, like, this creamy... Oh, it know? is creamy. It's like That's a creamy true. sauce, you know? But the way they make it is the real uh, Honduran way. Yeah. You know? So basic, And then if you like curtido, it comes with that, but it's not the same curtido that um, you use for pupusas. Okay. And then they have uh, the purple onions, I think it is. So it's like all mixed in. But I order it without the onions. But if you want to give it a try and you like yeah. onions. I don't know. I love, I love onions. When people say they don't like onions, I'm like... No, I like onions, but just not with that dish. Ah, okay. You know? I see what you're saying. Um, but it's, it's a really good thing. But if you're not a person that likes soggy food, I wouldn't get it. Because mm. the cream and the juice, the sauce that they use... <laughs> makes the chicken a little bit um soggy and the tajadas are normally at the bottom so some of them are soggy and some of them are but they're, crunchy. Uh, but they're fucking good bro like <laughs> i don't i don't ever like Try hype, hype food day, up like I that mean, but i mean it's, it's f- only like what 11 or 12 dollars yeah. and then if they tell you get la pierna la pechuga get the pechuga okay but because yeah. I, I don't know i just feel like that's That'd be like pushing it. Like I'd be like, man, I'm doing too much trying to just like try something new. I probably just <laughs> no, you know. But then I don't ever go out of my way to try some new shit. It's yeah. either like, honestly, if we ever like chill after this shit, like we might pull up with some like fucking pollo con tajas. Like so that's that's it. how I would try okay. it. Like if somebody else has it already, that's when I'll try it. Yeah. Other not that, that you're like, gonna, he's he's not one yeah, to go not, buy it himself. I'm not gonna go out the way and go yeah, get yeah, it like that. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like that either. So. No, yeah. It's all good. So I introduced it to him, but <laughs> I I bought it one time because my sister's like, "Oh, this spot is good." And I'm like, "All right, let's try it." So I tried it, and but enough about food, enough about. All right, food. all right. So let's talk about what you do. Uh, how how'd you get started in photography? Or, um, I think it was just like the my group of friends that were like shooting at the time. I had picked it up because I was kind of just like I really don't know. I was just watching a lot of YouTube at the time. I used to kick it around. Uh, my friends that used to drive, you know, just drop trucks and like we're into cars and shit and i was like you know what we were watching a lot of youtubers that were just doing everyday vlogs and shit i'm like yo let me start picking it up on that and i got a new phone i got the i think at the time it was like an iphone 6 plus and i just started using that to like take pictures and photos and just like really more memory based like uh shooting you know just taking pictures to kind of just laugh about it later yeah and then after time i had met this girl and she had a camera and then you know she started letting me borrow it and then after that, I just like started seeing a lot of like locals, uh, friends of friends that were shooting too, and I'm like, yo, like, 
honestly, I'd like to see if I could get like to be better than them. You know, not not on some like shit on them, but I'm saying like you know, I'd like to get to where they're at mm-hmm. in their style, so I could bring that and do that with my people. So then I just started doing that, and um, yeah, it just kind of spiraled after a while, um, probably a couple of years, because I had ended up going to college and kind of didn't want to pick up the camera like that. But then I was in school and college. I mean, I was at work in college, and then I was like, man, I don't know. I like to get back into shooting photos again. And just one day I had went to uh, ASAP Rocky. I think it was like a. It was my my first. Uh, I forget what is it. Uh, it was just ASAP Mob in general. Mm-hmm. And one of my my friend Jason. Uh, you know, we were just chilling at the crib, and he always wants to do something. So he was just like, "Yo, let's just get some last minute tickets. Let's go." And I'm like, damn, I just bought a film camera. Like, it'd be a good opportunity to go take some pictures. So I went, took some pictures, and then I met this guy named Zulu in the crowd, and I just thought he was fly. And I hadn't seen him around Houston before, so I was just like, damn, let me hit him up later on and see if he wants to shoot. But we never got around to nothing, and then I think he ended up posting on his uh, Instagram one day, like, yo, looking for photographers, da-da-da-da, whatever, assistance. And I'm just like, yo, if you need a photographer, like, I'll pull up. He's like, all right. He's like, we're going to be shooting with, at the time, it was like Rap-A-Lot New Wave, which is like the younger generation mm-hmm. of uh, Rap-A-Lot. It was like under Baby J, which is the youngest son of J Prince. So mm-hmm. then that's kind of how I got my start, um, I guess, in the hip-hop world was through that opportunity right there. And then, yeah, after that, it just kind of just, I started just like kind of just finding my way to move up because yeah. I didn't want to shoot. The people I was shooting at the time, because it wasn't kind of benefiting me, you know. I was just being around them, spending a lot of time in the studio, like just really not moving up. So I'm just yeah. like, let me start shooting what I want to shoot, and um, yeah, I just started shooting. Like anytime we would run into artists, like I would just kind of start building my portfolio and getting headshots, and then you know, just it was just like every other night we were running into somebody like popping at the time, and I don't know, I just started becoming like, you know, I think it was just like. uh like, word was just getting around, like, yo, Abioka, shoot this, this, that, whatever, let's get him to pull up with us. And then after that, after a while of that, I mean, like, year, a year, two years, because I took a long break, too, because uh, I was kind of, like, not seeing it go anywhere. Um, I had gotten a call back about just doing, like, a favor for somebody. And then that favor ended up being, like, I went to a club, met... uh my homie uh, Mosa, who, he's an artist, but he's an artist of Jazz Prince. And then after that, when I got with Jazz, after shooting with them for a little while, then he kind of just, we started shooting with like a lot of bigger artists, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you name it, Drake being the number one out of all of that. But that's just kind of how I got a lot of opportunities. Just kind of, just really just doing my job. Like, yeah. And <clears throat> no, no, no. I was going to, because while, while you're talking about this, I'm thinking like, um, Cause I don't know if you were you around when they were doing the whole like um, a bunch of photographers would get together in downtown and shit and then do all the shoots. Were, well, yeah, you, ever, see, were you ever a part of that? I'm, or gl- not? I'm glad you hit on that because I had just kind of skipped over that. I didn't mean to, but yeah, um, yeah, I was. That was so sometime right after um, college and work and when I wanted to get back into it before I met Zulu. Um, yeah, I had met a, a collection of homies in Pasadena, Lewis and Joe. Um, they still do photography now and we were just getting together and like we had a lot of friends that were hip and they wanted a model and this and that and then yeah. we just like started getting together here in Pasadena and then after that um, if I can recall who did do the big like Houston show back in the day I think it was Luda Luda the shooter and, and his girl right 
and his girl Angie, yeah. yeah. And they threw that big event. I think I don't recall how it went down, but you know, they were, that group of people was there through it. And uh, yeah, we uh, we were going out there just trying to like you know link with everybody, but you know it kind of just didn't work. Everybody was always like re- really like always I wouldn't say against each other, but there was like pockets of people that were like against other like groups and whatnot. Yeah. And um, yeah, after a while, we started digging into like the sky- the whole skyscraper shoot like shooting on the skyscrapers and doing like shoots on top of buildings and shit, and going into bandos and whatever. But after that, for a while, for, to me, it just burnt out because I'm like. Don't get me wrong, I love, like, documenting the city and, like, getting good qualities of build, mm-hmm. uh, pictures of uh, buildings. But I was just like, this isn't really, like, yeah. what I want to do. Yeah, because I feel like uh, I had started, like, a photography page, too, and shit, like, on, on Instagram. I was doing photography and shit. And then that's when I, I saw all that, like, it, I feel like it was a big wave of just, like, meeting up and all these meetups and shit. And I was never a part of it. I always felt like I was missing out, you know? But at the same time, every time they would have them, it's just like, well, they're just shooting each other. They're not really shooting like anything crazy to kind of like elevate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, but then at the same time, uh, I would feel like, I don't know, like some people were clicking up and then they weren't like fucking with each other really. Like, yeah. I feel like they were just. Channel Purple said that too. She did. Uh, she, she did talked, mention that. She's actually. the one who to- told me. That's how I knew that y'all were the photographers were doing the, like the meetups. Yeah. Because she mentioned it. And she said that you, you know channel purple <laughs> yeah i love yeah. jazz yeah yeah, yeah. well she she told us about that and how that was going on and and then yeah. it just like yeah it was it was it was a i mean it's not, it wasn't a weird time at the time <laughs> it was like really normal but looking back at it now it's just like damn that, that felt kind of like you know it just happened for a reason we were all just kind of just trying to figure it out because we nobody has like any real real like knowledge on what art really kind of was to like the youth yeah. Then it was just kind of like everybody was just kind of winging it, making shit happen. Yeah, because so. there was no guidance, really. Yeah. yeah. At least not in Houston. Yeah, not not at all. I mean, we were kind of looking out. I mean, at least in my perspective, looking at other artists in other cities that were hitting it off and like kind of bringing that into like our work here in Houston to kind of get our own like thing going on. And I mean, for some of us at work, some, some people gave up really early and a lot of us are still out here doing that. So it's like, yeah. it's cool seeing the group of people that we came up with still around shooting or starting to get their own groove of like who they really are going to be as a creative, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, 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 that's history for sure. That, but you ain't miss out, bro. You ain't miss out yeah. on nothing. Cause <laughs> trust me, it was a whole lot of just like standing on buildings, like posting with cars and like yeah. nothing like cool, bro. Yeah. Cause now I'm seeing a bunch of photographers that um, are just posting like some badass shit. Like it's portrait work and, and cars and shit. Like, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you shoot with like uh with Ellie Dollar and shit, you yeah, know, yeah, and all yeah. them like, sh- like shoots like that, like they always like look just dope to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see like that. I feel like everything's going that way now, and kind of like capturing the the culture of Houston a little bit, like the slabs and all that shit. Like, I feel like um, I kind of gravitate towards more towards that than like the whole building, like Houston, yeah, the, the city's. <laughs> Oh. The documenting. Oh, that shit, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I was gonna ask you too. So, so you talking about like who you shot for and everything? Like, kind of takes me back to like how many followers on Instagram do you have right now? I think seven thousand, somewhere like mid seven thousand. Yeah, because I feel like um, 
I mean, you know how if a lot of people see if like your Instagram has a shitload of followers, that means like you're successful and shit. Like yeah. you're under 10k, and then you're you're shooting for all these people. Mm-hmm. So I know uh, you have like pictures of Drake, like, and I don't understand how you're still at 7k. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's. I think I think it has a lot to do with just like getting credited for that work sometimes you know it doesn't make it like i don't think drake has ever posted a picture of mine so maybe i just haven't gotten that like but that's normal yeah 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 it's normal and and it's not something that you're like trying uh, to get you know but it's like if if it happens it's like a bonus you know but i think more so i think i think it's like i'm doing it for the people i grew up with because like we all i mean i'm i don't know if you guys grew up on drake heavy like that too when Mm -hmm. you first started coming out i don't know it's just like every time i shoot with an artist my my like vision and like the way I kind of like get the gears rolling to get that shot is because I'm thinking like damn let me get this shot because I know so and so is gonna like it like a friend of mine that mm-hmm. I really love or a group of people that I really love is gonna enjoy that photo or that I got that opportunity so I think about it like that of course I think about it as in they're gonna give me good exposure it might give me my next job you know so yeah. I think about it like that too but re- like realistically it's because I'm doing it for a certain individual that I know that like they're gonna enjoy it enjoy yeah. that photo you know because mm-hmm. i mean obviously drake is like a g- huge majority of us like listen to that growing up so yeah. i'm yeah. kind of doing it for a good <clears throat> amount, amount of, of people us. yeah but you know specific artists like even <clears throat> if i don't really like look forward to shooting them or whatever um still i'm just like damn there's this one person in my life that i know who rocks with them and i gotta do it for them you know i gotta pull up and get that get that shot and are these jobs, like, are they, like, paid for you or not all the time? Nah. So, that, I think that's a lot of things that <laughs> artists, or at least, like, here in Houston, that uh, people think that I'm always getting constantly paid. And it's really per um, project. You know, if it's a project, like, if it's something, like, somebody reached out, a company reached out, mm-hmm. and they want to work and create something, mm-hmm. then obviously there's pay involved. But a lot of the times that you see me out um, shooting with these big artists, it's kind of just more so, like, uh, especially being around rap it's always been kind of like a family bond like i've been around with them for a long while so it's just like pull up like you know it's not it's not nothing where it's a it's a job or anything and i'm glad it's like that because i feel like i'd be stressing out probably a little bit more or whatever but luckily i just have that good friendship with everybody over there and it just it just works out smooth but it also helps you sorry it also it also helps you build your like yeah yeah so so that's that's why i'm I'm thankful for the opportunity is because like obviously they open the door and I do my thing and then you know I get a gigs and yeah and I just get all these opportunities so that's like I guess it's a fair share you know but you know a lot of people will look and view it and be like damn bro like you should be getting paid and I totally understand that and I wish I was like w- with everything I'm involved but you know there's times where you'll do free work and then sometimes you do paid work so you know I don't trip about it too much but yeah I mean it's it's still a struggle you know it's yeah. trying to figure this shit out yeah it's the same shit with design because I'm. I mostly do graphic design now and I feel like um I mean I've I've designed for big artists too and shit and a lot of the times they haven't paid me, you know. But I mean it's just like being able to be like, Oh yeah, I've done design work for this person and that person mm-hmm. and it's like it's under your belt kinda now, you know? Yeah. So I mean it, it does help you with future projects or trying to get like the next one. But I know. also feel like it's like that just in the creative <clears throat> world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like that. Especially, so. I feel like here, here in Houston, where we don't really have like a strong background for a lot of like artists to understand how to get paid. You know, mm-hmm. like you go. Yeah, to, there's no like rule you follow. Yeah, 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 exactly. Know? And I, I mean, even me, like, 
especially being from like hispanic family like obviously you're, you're taught to like work hard so it's like man i don't know i can't go to my parents and ask them like yo how do i like how much do i charge yeah how much do i charge <laughs> or how much what do i tell this company how much i should be getting paid and you know they don't know uh little things like that so yeah it's just all about winging it and then until you figure out what your your price is like and anything it just comes from within like yo this is really what i'm worth and this is what i'm feeling and this is what i want to get paid and if i'm not getting paid that you know lay off me and don't don't have me back or mm-hmm. just move on but yeah how did you come up with film foot you know i don't know i was just kind of laying in bed and then I, I had i was rolling with my my full name as my at which was horrible because it was aviela saul garcia so i was just like damn like <laughs> people are probably not gonna fucking remember that and i'm like you know what at the time i was starting to you know just shoot a lot of artists i'm like man i want something where at least it benefits me in the in the in the sense of like people are gonna remember my name quick so I was just like, let me just come up with something bullshit, like nothing too serious, but something that's like quick and catchy. And yeah, I just came up with Film Foot and I just think it's equal because it's like four letters in each word. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that really worked out. I think a friend of mine explained that like, he, he it was it was random and it, it wasn't from him though, but it was after the fact. He's just like, I think I know why you chose Film Foot is because you're always you know, filming and you're always on foot. Like you're always like moving about. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. So I was just like, damn, I mean, yeah, it's true. So I can't really complain about the name. Sometimes a lot of people will be like, yo, you got a foot fetish? Or, <laughs> like, so. <laughs> well, I mean, my question is, if you didn't use it for because you were always filming on your foot, why did you use the word foot? I don't, I don't know. Just because it, <laughs> e- it was just equal to film. And, but the yeah. thing is, sometimes I hate it because I was like, man, I wish I didn't include the uh, film in the at name because it's like kind of cheesy. It's kind, it's corny, you know, because a lot of photographers, uh, especially that shoot film, will put film or drag film to their at name. And I'm just like, damn, like I wish I never did that so long ago. But it just became so catchy after a while that it's just like, yeah. I guess it worked. Like, so I can't really complain. Yeah, I mean, like, like I was telling you before we started recording how like I was just addressing you as film foot you yeah know, i would tell her like oh film foot we're gonna have them on and shit like that you know but yeah i think it's a catchy name like it's it's chill i fuck with it you know yeah it's not it's nothing too it's, <clears throat> yeah. i think it's catchy too i don't think it's cheesy i was wondering like what the foot part came from yeah but then i was thinking oh maybe it's because he's always on foot but it's like roly vogues too like my name like it's just but that's your name and then you added the vogues because yeah. you like that it's not that I like it. I just like want to incorporate like Houston in it type shit. Yeah, but the word is foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the tr- that's the tricky part. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the hell I was incorporating. I was just besides he was, he was besides film. Down film and looking at his feet. I nah. should put foot. I think nah. I think I was looking at like different uh, variations of like what would kind of go with film. I was starting to like put at names like in Spanish and. I don't know, just trying to come up with something that was, like, going to be catchy, but nothing was hidden. And then I just gave up, and then I settled on that, so I was just, like... But I do think it's a catchy name. I don't think it's corny. I think it would have been corny if it would have... I mean, every to each their own, right? I don't want to diss nobody, like, that has photography, like... <laughs> You're about to diss the whole community right now. <laughs> but I think it's, it's like, um... I don't know, like, okay, like, Jillian's? Like, I like his. Uh, what is his? It's uh. It's just director Julian. Yeah, but that's simple. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think I think a lot of people mm-hmm. like. It's, it's to me, it's like the more simple, the better. I've seen a lot of like something shoots you or shot by boom. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think I think nothing's wrong with it, especially if you got the work to back it up. Yeah. But obviously, if you did have like a really unique ad name, that I must hold because you know it's just like. So do you know about uh his is the Mike? Mike uh broken Spanish. 
No. Big camera. Big, big camera, camera guy, guy. HOU. Uh, to the left. Other all the way, way to the left. The all the way one. to the left. That one. Big camera guy, you. Yeah. No, HOU. Actually, I've never even seen that at name. <laughs> oh my God. You have to follow him. He's so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what is he? He's a. He just. He's, he's a, a photographer. Photographer? Yeah, here in Houston. But he's such a big he guy. He shoots for uh, Inaka Power. He shoots for... He, he's he always on like tour this, with, a, this, with a group. A group, and he does like this wrestler. No, he's a boxer. Or a boxer. Yeah. He's always out, bro. Yeah, like, honestly... Constantly traveling. If you want to laugh every day in your life, follow him, because he's so he just, hilarious. He just puts like daily, like funny daily shit. Daily vlogs now. He's doing daily vlogs, but it's just the way he talks. Like, he lost me well, He lost his AirPod in the desert and shit one time. <laughs> no, no, no. And then yeah. he said that, he's like, oh yeah, they did the alacran. What is it in English? Oh, A scorpion? You know, the scorpion, you know when you fall and you do the scorpion? Like, oh yeah, where, yeah. where you curl Cur- like that? Yeah. <laughs> he said that he was like in the crowd, like at a concert, and he's like, they scorpioned me or something and he's like and if you don't know what it is and then he posted the picture yeah <laughs> and yeah. it was like i all folded up i was like but oh, shout out God. mike man he's he's pretty cool yeah he's really funny yeah, but sh- shout out mike too his name is like big camera guy yeah like that's like a unique name in a way like yeah, he's yeah known I, for that, that boy's you know? huge man i think i think i think when it comes to names <clears throat> as long as you you're putting the work like first yeah the name don't really matter because eventually you could just go by your name because yeah. you know it's like social media is just social media. Like, once you become somebody, I feel like people go by your name. I know. Like, we're doing the toy drive, right? <clears throat> and then um, there is this girl. and She was following Roland. But I feel like people don't know that Vogue's isn't our last name. Mm-hmm. But people think we're the Vogue's. Vogue's? That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard, though. <laughs> it's not our last that's, name. That, yeah, that's how people refer to us. Like, oh, the Vogue family or something. But that's not our last name. Yeah. You know, but I put Vogue's because he put Vogue. So since when we got married, I changed it to that. Yeah. And then my son, his profile is in uh, private, just like for family or whatever. And like close friends. But his has the Vogue's, too. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like everybody thinks that's the last name. That's kind of hard, though. Like the Vogue's family. <laughs> yeah, I would rock with them. Nobody has that. Like, yeah. at least for like. I don't know. Maybe call your fans the Vogue, fan, <laughs> the, the Vogue. No, fan. I mean I, I like know. it too. That's why I changed it to to that. You know, mm-hmm. um, especially like working with at a school like with kids, like they'll fucking look you up. Yeah. And you know, so my name, my marriage, like I changed it to Morales, so my badge always says Evelyn Morales, and they yeah. can see that. So when they look me up on Facebook, they can't find me because I don't have Morales on Facebook. Okay, okay. I have my maiden last name yeah. with an additional letter to it, and then. On Instagram, they can't find me because I don't have my maiden or my real last name now. Mm-hmm. So they're always I I've heard them like eventually eventually they'll find you. Yeah, yeah, kids, kids are smart. I, feel I know. Like, I looked up myself like Evelyn Morales. First one on the list. No, <laughs> the one that comes up is my LinkedIn. Oh, okay, okay. But it's like that's they, a professional. It doesn't page. say anything about Vogue's or my maiden last name, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. I, that, yeah, I feel like you end up. You know, and then you show up on like, oh, uh, mutual friends or because you follow this person. And yeah, this no, I'm pretty sure some of them have already <clears throat> found me, but I feel like the name Vogue's just stuck, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, that's it. Like, we're the Vogue's family. You yeah, know? that's so it's I, like, I think it's cool, though. Yeah. Ain't nothing to really worry about. I think no, it's, yeah. it's flawed, too. So. <laughs> hey, appreciate it. Um, it's about to go off. You want to just do a quick yeah, break real quick? Yeah. Okay. But. All right. So I had, I had two questions, right? Um about you like working with all these artists and stuff so let me see how do i it's two questions so 
the first question I'm going to ask is when we're going through your Instagram and stuff, like, mm-hmm. for one, like, I didn't know where to start, bro. Like, you're just, you just have a lot of work on there. But I was going to, like, you know how you have, like, your, uh, what are those called? The highlights. The highlights. Ah. So I was going through your highlights, right? Yeah. Bro, you have a shitload. But you don't talk. <laughs> yeah, you don't talk in any of them. So honestly, I was like, man, I wonder if he's, like, quiet. I wonder if, like, you're introverted. Yeah, you and, know, now that you're saying that, like, I thought this was a good opportunity because I was like, man, that's crazy. I really don't talk too much, like, uh, on my, like, social media appearance. Like, that's crazy because I feel like everybody that does know me knows that I do talk a lot. Mm-hmm. I know because you said when you showed up, you're like, oh, I talk a lot. Yeah, yeah like, we're not going to have no issues. Yeah, so so when you said that, I was like, man, I don't know because you don't talk at all on social media, you know? I think it's just, like, probably, like, a <laughs> little, little bit of social anxiety. I don't want to, like... Mm-hmm talk too much on ig or something and look like a fool i already look like a fool just not yeah. saying shit so i mean no, honestly I, I took it as aesthetics like i, I was yeah. like oh you're just trying to like make your shit like look real dope yeah nah, i mean yeah but i don't feel like i've ever like followed like a rule book i think that's yeah. the best thing that's happened to me because like at the beginning i felt like that you had to follow a rule book like that you had to do what other people were doing that were popping mm-hmm but at the end of the day, all I did was, like, grab a little pieces from here and there, and then I was just me. So, I don't know. I mean, I love, as, like, aesthetics like that that look cool on my phone, like, easily just on my mm-hmm. story or whatever. But I have talked before, but um, I don't know. I'll just talk nonsense. I probably yeah. won't talk But now. you know what, though? I feel like if you did do that, then um, you don't feel like you'll get more followers? I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, the thing is, I feel like a lot of my followers that do fuck with me, I think they know who I am. Even if I don't speak too much, they know like where my heart's at. So they'll always like really, you know, show love and support and really. Yeah. Or we'll get to know each other through messages or in person whenever we get a chance to see each other. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely would love to like. Uh, I guess put more voice. Not that to we're pressuring image. you, right? Yeah, to yeah. Talk yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those things that I caught on to. I was like, Damn, but like, that's a yeah, that's a good. Yeah, because I'm thinking like uh, again, Mike, right? Like, I like watch when I see his stories. Yeah. Like, I literally click on it because I feel like he's gonna crack me up. Yeah, you know, because he does do talking. He does talk a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. But we also have like a friend, like uh, she's like an influencer, Jessica Lynn. She was our last. Um, like our last episode she doesn't she's barely in that stage where she has like over 100 oh 200k followers yeah but she's barely in the stage but she's a girl so it's different right yeah um where she's barely talking to like her followers her followers yeah because i think you know i was just watch. i don't know what i was watching but i was starting to realize that too i'm like man some of these more famous uh, uh or just like well-known individuals speak a lot to their audience Mm -hmm. you know and i'm like damn like eventually whenever i feel like i do hit that point where i do have to speak like to everybody it's i have to start talking more to the camera you know and i mean i'm fine with it i feel like the whole thing with like a lot of photographers that everybody kind of looks up to and and it's totally fine because you know i get it artists are like sometimes like secret or whatever Mm -hmm. it's just that they're real like too discreet like quiet trying to be mysterious and shit and i'm just yeah. like man i just want to be me like i want to be me i want to express like what i got going on in my life you just gotta take a shot and do it yeah i, I, de- I definitely <laughs> trust me y'all y'all see me on there y'all see me talking on there i just i just uh maybe on my highlights no tengo like anything saved maybe where no, i'm yeah. speaking but from time to time i'll get on there and probably either talk something nice or say something positive or talk shit <laughs> no like, so like your thing like which is crazy how you said that you didn't have like somebody that you followed like to make your instagram kind of like theirs type shit you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. so i feel like it's either 
it's either the person that has a shitload of posts that talk a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Or there's a mysterious ones that delete their shit all the time. Mm-hmm. So they'll have like nine posts and yeah. like real like aesthetics type shit. Yeah. yeah. But then yours is like the quiet, like no, no hablas mucho, right? But mm-hmm. then you have a shitload of content. And I'm like, damn, like, because uh, recently, like, I follow a certain, like, I I feel like I have people that I kind of want my I, IG to, like, kind of, like, mimic. Yeah. But um, they do, like, they don't talk a lot. But then I follow people that do talk a lot. So I'm just like, man, I want to talk on my shit. But then. Still keep the vibe of, yeah, like, yeah. But I don't want to have too much content. But I'm like, man, but that's the whole shit. Like, yeah. social media is for content. Yeah. So I feel like you doing the way you're you're doing your social media is like perfect bro honestly yeah i don't i don't think uh i don't think there's anything i need to probably change um you know obviously just like as time goes on there's like new shit that pops off that you have to get hip to just to stay relevant you know but i don't think you have to just you don't have to always stay with the times or you know you just have to be you because some of even there's some of like the most famous people that you look up to that they don't fuck with social media they don't like talking they don't like Mm -hmm. doing this that that, but they're really honest people yeah And sometimes, like, I don't know, I done met some of my heroes, and they were, like, the worst people ever. And I'm just like, damn, I thought you were one way just through social media, and then I met you, and you're just... Yeah. Isn't that a thing, though? Like, not to meet your heroes? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's happened to me a lot of times. Like, I done met some of my heroes where I'm like, dude, I was, like, nervous, like, you know, and then I met them, and I'm like, damn. But then maybe maybe that happens because... You know, you're so excited to meet somebody, and and when you're excited, at at least at that level, you know, them probably being famous or just well known, you know, you kind of scare them away initially because they could already see it in you. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you. I feel like it depends on the setting too. So yeah. it's like, let's say it's like a meet and greet type shit, type vibe. It's like now you're just one of the ones that yeah, I'm trying to meet them. Yeah. But if it's like a, you're in the studio with them or something like you're just in that group setting, <laughs> then it's just more chill. Yeah, and how do you feel about, because you just touched on it, like, you know, how times change, so you have to keep, like, keep up with it to stay, like, relevant? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? I hate that. I hate that. Like, on a personal level. Because, like, okay, like, how we were talking about, like, um, the gym outfits, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I hate that they made it into, like, a fashion thing now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Like, the Gymshark? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, the new brands, like... Inaka and all them. Yeah, I hate it that it's, like... Oh, now you gotta go so fucking dressed up at the gym. Yeah, but you know, but like, now like uh, uh, wife beaters are in though, like the just keeping it simple. Yeah, now like well, it's, well, it's like for girls, it's like the sets, like yeah, the leggings like, with the and it's just on. like yeah, like it's like um. <clears throat> but it's cool. I fuck with it. No, yeah, it's cool. It looks nice. Yeah. you know? but I just hate that it's becoming like a fashion thing. Not more like, oh, you're going for a fucking workout to go switch your ass But, off. It's, but yeah. it's cool. I, I like I it. Think, I, I think it's just because... No, little, but... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, my bad. But no, no. no, no. I was just going to say, I think it's just because it's, it's just a whole culture to it now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just like people... Th- that is people's jobs too now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like they have to bring the appearance. And then on top of that, it's like a lot of them are starting to get paid for doing what they love, which is working out and shit. So obviously it's like they have to support brands that are popping. No, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. no, yeah. Like our friend, like Jessica Lynn, she, she does that. Like that's what she, and we were talking about that, but that's just an example. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's changing. So I feel like, Oh, like, I mean, to me, it's like, I'm okay using biker shorts and a t-shirt and like my sports bra under like that's, mm-hmm. that's fine with me, you know? But I do feel like it's becoming like a fashion thing, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. yeah but oh. see, I think, I think that's like, how this world moves like you know what i'm saying like you're like obviously if you're 
you know, moving up in the world and, and working out and getting paid for it, obviously you're going to be the one that is to, putting people on. Um, yeah. And then the people that don't really take this that that serious want to be that person they're looking up to. So yeah. it's just it's just how the world works, yeah. you know? It's and like having to post, like, on a daily to stay, like, relevant on social yeah, media. Yeah, it's, it's a pain. It's a pain. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, but why? See, <laughs> but, I, but also I think that comes down to your fan base, too. Because if you got a fan base that really, like, just fucks with you at any level, like, if you've been gone for a while... Or, you know, haven't posted nothing. I mean, you could come back and, and, and just do whatever works for you. You yeah, don't yeah. really you don't really have to uh follow like I said, follow the trends like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I feel like I, I really don't. Like I try Yeah, you don't at all. I honestly like my Instagram <clears throat> is not aesthetic at all. Like <clears throat> if you go to it, what I did do was I did take a lot of my sense pictures off because <clears throat> you know, like a lot of the like the weirdos but other than that like it's a mixture of my brand the podcast just personal pictures and that's yeah. it yeah so do you do you put any thought behind your social media or you don't have like a separate like photography page or anything nah, right? no it's See, just all it's crazy because i i just I, i've been running into a lot of people where well the conversation is usually like yo i think that people shouldn't be having two accounts like and i think that's true like it's kind of difficult to like manage your fan base to like go to both you know what i'm saying like your personal and then your photography like just keeping it one you know mm -hmm. I, I get it people are trying to like not mix both of them together but it's like you're just making it more difficult for you to come up you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. people people follow people even if, as a photographer or a creative because they like you you know so mm -hmm. they want to know who you are on a regular basis too so just post whatever you know you got going on or whatever but some people just want to be strictly work and that's cool but I'm not gonna gravitate towards somebody that's just strictly work. Like I want, I want to know who you are because eventually one day if I meet you, I'll at least know. Like, hey, like I like you because you're kind of on the same level I'm on, and mm -hmm. that's that's why I fuck with you, and I've been supporting you ever since. But yeah, because yeah, I seen that you posted the the Mother's Day at your grandma's house. Yeah, that, those are good pictures. You, uh, Mother's Day at my grandma's, or was it just on my story? Like, no, it was on your. It was a post. You've had like a picture of your grandma and then like by herself and then a picture of your grandpa. Ah, okay. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, I think, yeah, uh, two years ago or a year ago. Yeah, I mean, things like that. I think yeah, it's. Yeah, put me on blast. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> She's nah, just, I was just no, trying to I think. I was it. looking like to see like the pictures and then I seen them and I'm like, I wonder, because I saw that it was like your personal. Yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, this is probably his family, you know, and I was yeah. wondering like, like kind of like wanted to see like the background a little bit you know I, th I think it's me just letting people know too like my fan base i'm like yo like post your family like care like care about them as much as you do in real life and and bring them to like so i know some people don't want to mix social media and their family and stuff like that but i just like i think it's my it's like a message from me telling my audience like yo like appreciate them while you have them now like document them or just take pictures with them even if it's not like professional photography just do something to remember them because like once they're gone and you didn't take those pictures or those memories, you know, they're gone forever. So that's just my way to do it. I mean, you know, and obviously actually pulling up and just being around them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I love, I love those. those. That's, I mean, that's the main reason why I started this was really just cause I wanted to give something to my family that they would appreciate like photos and whatnot. But you know, sometimes I feel like I'm, 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 I'm kind of screwed off cause I'm like, dude, I'll like take pictures at family events and they won't get those pictures for like a year later. <laughs> Compared to like my clients and stuff, my clients will get that shit like the next morning. So it's just it's just because you know I don't know I just you don't have you don't pressure. feel the pressure yeah, yeah yeah I don't I don't feel the pressure and then at the same time like a lot of them aren't hip to like want to care about photos like that anyway so 
I'm never I in really a rush. like those pictures. Thank you, you know? thank you. But you know how you said right now, like take the pictures. I've never been one to want to take pictures. Yeah. Like for families, I'm always like, Ugh. yeah. You you know? Know, honestly, while you were saying that, I was thinking right, and I was okay, like, okay, cut me off. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, before I lose my train of thought, right? <laughs> so for Thanksgiving, <laughs> for Thanksgiving, I had that feeling. Yeah. Because it was such a good vibe with my family, right? Like yeah. my mom's side. So that's when I was like, let me take a picture with all my tias, and mm -hmm. that's when I'm like, join me in the picture. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why, because I'm not one to be like, oh, let's take a picture, mm -hmm. like at all, right? And I don't even like taking pictures of myself, right? So mm -hmm. I'm just like, nah. But that day, I did feel like I'm gonna take a picture today, like with my tias, you know. So we did that. He joined, and then I take a picture with my cousin Erica, which we hadn't taken a picture together by ourselves, just like for fun, yeah, and years, and it made me feel good. Yeah, def, def. I think those thoughts run through my head too um, when I'm chilling at family events or just thinking, even at home. I'll be like, damn, next time like I hang out with my grandparents or my cousins or my tios or whatever, let me go ahead and take my camera to take more pictures of them. Because lately, you know, obviously, I don't, especially being the camera guy, like I don't want to just be waving it in their face. But the thing is, like, I'm, I, I kind of want to walk into what my family was doing back in the day too, because they were walking around with big ass VHS cameras, you know, <laughs> yeah, disposables. Yeah. And, like, it just stopped at a point. But I think it's because people just started becoming, like, yo, like, it's too much. Like, you know, people are growing up. People are, you know, I think once your kids get to that age where they're, like, just stop. Like, I don't want to take pictures. You know, the teenage years, mm -hmm. I think that's when parents laid off of it because they're just, like, damn. Like, it's yeah. over. They're not yeah. kids. They're not letting us just do whatever we want anymore. So I try to bring that back now and just, uh, well, I just recently did, I guess, uh, the last time me and my family got together. And um, I just recorded us and just took pictures and tried to... I was telling them, too. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm bringing it back. Like, Matia, Matia Isis, she would uh, always record us. Like, it was like a... It was like a... Almost like a, um, like a YouTube channel. Like, she mm -hmm. would record us uh, on VHS. And, like, she even... she She's a puppeteer. So, mm -hmm. she would always have her puppet and, like, play with the kids and tell us, like... Talk Aww. talk to us with the puppet. And yeah. it, it would actually look really cool on VHS. And uh, eventually I'll post those uh, videos because I think they're maybe next year. Yeah, yeah, de <laughs> definitely. I feel I feel like um, I don't I don't know. Just trying to just trying to let people know like yo, don't be afraid to like, you know, be around your family or or, or post them because I feel like my parents have got on to me a lot, especially when I was younger. Like yo, like where are you? You're always gone. You're always with your friends. Even though I I come from being around my family all the time. Like I think we all hit that stage where we just want to be out. We yeah. just want to be with the mm -hmm. homies. And um, now it's like, as an adult, I'm starting to realize, like, man, you know, a lot of my people, my older family members are starting to get sick and, you know, they're just getting to those ages. So I'm just trying to appreciate them as much as I can while I got them now, especially because I'm always on the road or yeah. whatever with this work. I don't know. Just trying to find that, that balance. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. were you going to say about the pictures? Uh, no, I was going to say how, uh, because of that conversation, I was thinking about, like, my grandpa and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, rest in peace, right? But it's like. Cause we went when we went to Mexico and then we visited his his uh, tombstone with my my grandma or whatever. I took a picture of that, mm -hmm. but I'm like, damn! I never went out of my way to take a picture of him, you know. Yeah. But now that he's gone, like I avoid like on the fucking tombstone type shit. Yeah. Yeah. It just it sucks. But then también like the type of pictures you're talking about, like I see like everybody get together to take a those, those are the type of pictures I don't like. And then but like how my mom, cause my mom bro like she's like. 
any event, I was actually like, okay, uh, mis niños, and then me and my brothers. Yeah, okay, yeah. ahora con las novias, las esposas, and then, okay, todos juntos, and I'm just like, man. Damn, like, yeah. But, but me, personally, I'm just like, fuck, you know? But then I let her do that because, I mean, those are, they're for her, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. And, and, and Facebook. Facebook, you know? And her Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Everybody on, on Facebook. Facebook. But, but the pictures that I like taking are like... The one you took, like, of Milo. Just the candid pictures, yeah. Like, yeah. At, at the same Thanksgiving that she's talking about, I was recording, like, our son, you know, just, like, him dancing and shit. Like, I like shit like that porque it's shit that they don't even realize that they're getting pictures taken, videos taken. Yeah. And then, and then I come out and, and show them, and they're just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. you know, those yeah. are the type of shit, uh, type of, like, videos and memories. That yeah, I, I mean, like. I feel like the candid ones are always <clears throat> the best ones, yeah. you know? But, I mean... It's just you have to have that like mentality to take the picture or yeah. take the initiative to do it because you know a lot of the older minds are more like everybody line up let's take a picture yeah you know? those I, are the ones that are like that i think we're all walking into like <clears throat> where eventually we're gonna walk into where like our parents are the, the life that they're living you know what i'm saying like they like right now we're probably like nah i don't want to take pictures i want to do this but like look at where your parents at right now talking about like everybody get together we're gonna mm-hmm. end up walking into their shoes and oh, being yeah. that being yeah. parent yeah. like yeah for so. sure um oh and then all right so now going back to again like the, <laughs> the second question i had like oh. in the very beginning um in the environments that you're in so like meeting all these artists and stuff mm-hmm. like whether it's at the club and stuff like that um was your mom always like <laughs> like fuck like i don't want you to go to the clubs or was that ever did you ever feel like it was dangerous or there's drugs and shit or i mean yeah i mean <clears throat> you know that nightlife is just like i mean i think everybody knows what that nightlife brings and i really don't try to be around it, especially now like since i've done a couple years of it and it's not something i wanted to do anyways like being out like that but it wasn't getting me the opportunities and then me just sticking my neck out and just you know, thugging it out and just do- going through that, you know, got me those opportunities compared to a lot of people where they were like, yo, I'm not going to do that at all, mm-hmm. which I respected. But obviously there's a difference because I got the opportunities that I did and they didn't. But now, you know, I feel like I've done, gone through a lot of that, that I don't really try to hurry up and be like, oh yeah, I'm a, I- I'll pull up. Like, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. like lay off of it. You know, I'm just like, just let me know whenever it's a more chill environment or an environment where it's like different than just being in in like under lights you know yeah, i feel like in a way it's kind of like putting in the legwork or some shit like going out like last minute hey we need you out here and then you're running out there and shit like i feel like now you're kind of established in a way but you're still working yeah, yeah but yeah. like you're kind of like all right like I'm, I'm i got my foot in the door like, yeah. yeah now i don't have to like really really you know be out there all the time yeah yeah definitely and do you live like off of this strictly or do you have like a nine to five no no so i ever since like covid broke like i think it was like december of 2019 i quit my job because i think i had covid this was before they announced it right so i was like really sick and it, it, it took me a long time to recover like probably a week and a half or something and i was like i had just gotten promoted to be a supervisor i used to work for this like this old company and um yeah, no, I just quit because I just was couldn't come back. Like, I was just super sick. And I even pulled up while I was sick. And I would leave, like, within, like, 15, 30 minutes of being there. And I'm like, look, yeah. I'm, I'm telling y'all, like, I'm really, like, dying. Like, I don't know what's going on. I already went to the doctor. Even the doctor told me to take, like, five days off. Like, they don't know. They think it's just, like, a severe flu or some shit. I don't, I don't remember. But 
Yeah, it's been ever since then, and um, I just been living off of this, you know. And then obviously, I think I I was like living off of unemployment, you know, because it just worked out to be like that. So, and then on top of that, you know, uh, with photography, so it, it worked out. Uh, but this year has been a struggle, and I think I think I can say that on behalf of like a lot of us, you know, it's just been a tough battle with just how everything's going on here in the United States. So. I don't know. Yeah, lately I've been thinking about like maybe just getting something that I could do from home, you know, just to get a check. And then on top of that, uh, still follow my dreams. Like I don't want to just shut it off completely because then I know for a fact if I go get a job again, I'm just going to be thinking about this. And yeah. then I'll just get back into it eventually. So I'd rather not. I just need to find something that works with my schedule. Like a remote job. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of my friends have remote jobs and nothing's wrong with that. And nothing's wrong with having a job that you pull up to either. But definitely just trying to see how it could uh, come up on some change because, you know, being a creative is not easy. It's not easy at all. This yeah. shit is always up and down. Sometimes you'll be really good. You'll be like, damn, I really got this locked in. And then there'll be months where you're like, what the yeah. fuck happened? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's not funny, but yeah, it is true. And, yeah. it, and it has nothing to do with yourself. And I feel like sometimes people reflect inward and they're like, damn, I think I've, I'm probably not outputting as much as I should or mm -hmm. maybe I did something wrong. Like, But nah, it's probably just the world, you know? Yeah. Or at least the world that you're living in, you know, and the people you're around, they probably just, you know, people don't want to pay up or, you know, maybe there's just nothing popping. Like for a while, like for me in the hip hop scene, like here in Houston, like nothing was going on for a while. So I'm like, damn, like I really had nothing to really photograph. So then I would travel on my own, like with friends and shit. And yeah. even that, some of those photographs that I've taken of like, like a trip that I took with my friend Troy to uh, Mexico City. Those are some of my favorite photos I've ever taken. And it's just of our journey there. And that was that was it. As simple as that. Yeah. But they're just great, great memories. And I think a lot of people, you know, could look at it and be like, damn, those are really great images. Like sometimes even better than the shit that I'm taking with uh, artists. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because it's like an image that you're just doing just because not because you have like yeah yeah you're yeah. working for that you know so i'm assuming you don't have like a team then right no 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 and i, I have been one i've been thinking about it too i think i was told this kind of like throughout this past year uh a lot of people were reaching out to me like yo like i want to be a part of your team or do you have a team you know i had a lot of like older homies that have been doing this for a while they're like yo you need to get people together to start like you know helping you out and I don't know, just push your push your your brand more. So yeah. I, I don't know, it just I have all those things going on, but I'm just like so used to it. not saying that I want to just continue being myself and just just figuring it out on my own. I definitely like to ask somebody to help me out or Yeah. I don't know, just especially on these big projects, but then at the end of the day, I feel like the community of Houston is so big and I know so many people that do all sorts of work that those are like that is my team you know whenever i need them though like mm -hmm. you know let's say a project reaches out to me like um what i think earlier this year i did oh uh when i was on tour with drewski we had did a um commercial for the gas station qt and i was the director and i had my friend bryce pull a whole team together like to 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 just shoot the the advertisement that they needed and i think that's cool because it's just like I just made a phone call and just pieced the whole team together and we just shot it. And the, and the same thing, um, I did like this uh, album cover shoot for Stunner for Vegas. I was a director and I reached out to my friend Gio as a producer. got the whole team together. And I don't know. I mean, I think that's what... Like if you need it, it can yeah. happen. Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't think I need a team right now to handle like 
anything like big like yeah. you know like for example i think uh, a good example would be like lyrical lemonade like mm-hmm. their brand is huge and then you got cole bennett like running the whole thing but i know he has a whole team behind him like helping out with whatever it may be you yeah. know so mm. but then yeah but then he worked himself up to that shit like, yeah where like i feel like now he needs it you yeah know? of course where before it was just like just, just him. him you know yeah and i mean just whoever whoever's there to offer themselves at the time but eventually if you could give put people in position like to have a job with you mm-hmm. then yeah that's when you could uh get a team together so yeah with that being said let's go on a quick break right yeah, yeah this will be the last one i think yeah all right so you mentioned drewski uh, so how did that how did that like come up like um <clears throat> i think how that came up was um through my friend neff neff is uh don toliver's like full-time creative uh you know friend uh he he, he does everything for don toliver you know just documenting him and i think drewski reached out to him and asked him like hey would you like to come on tour with me and he just couldn't because you know he's just working with don t so yeah neff ended up reaching out to me or he ended up you know telling drew like hey this is a great shooter in my city you know reach out to him maybe he's available and that's how that worked out and then uh yeah the, they just flew me out to like vegas i think we did just to like test me out mm-hmm. um and yeah and then after that we just kicked it off they're really great really great people i think his friends and uh just everybody around him is just you know it's just like a regular friend group everybody's like has their thing everybody's funny yeah and um but yeah that's how that worked out damn so um because what what all did, so whenever he was doing like the tour or whatever like what kind of tour was that like so um we so we did two tours already the first tour was um the j cole tour that was i mean that was like arenas full arenas like sold out shows and drew would open up for j cole so it would be and do what though like just so he would do his skit so he would do okay, okay. or not not his skit he would do his stand-up comedy stand-up oh, okay and um he would just perform it and it was like through a window of like i think it was like 35 minutes 25 minutes some something like that and he would just go up there just you know just like getting the people involved and make people laugh and and pumped up and then j cole would come out right after that mm. but that was that was for the j cole tour and then after that um we did the little baby tour or chris brown tour and um yeah they're um same same situation yeah but i think he was uh, a little bit further in front of the lineup this time okay. but yeah that's so you and you were just shooting him strictly yeah or? just sh- just shooting him strictly i mean whenever we got a chance <laughs> to work with you know chris brown or Lil baby or uh, j cole whatever um we we would get those uh opportunities and shoot the you know shoot video photos stills or whatever yeah whatever he needs you know at the time so and they don't tell you like oh you can't use them you can't take pictures um in certain situations yeah i think that goes for like every situation not just on tour mm-hmm. um there's times where you know you, you can feel the vibe like you can feel like okay right now it's not like people are watching you like the security guards are on your ass you know when it's time to like snap a picture you know what i'm saying yeah. or if the vibe's right then you get it but you know obviously if they around like I don't know, girls or whatever, or like, you know, just people that shouldn't be in the image. And, you know, you kind of just got to chill till you wait and get the right look, you know, because yeah. you don't want to get anybody in trouble or, you know, just, just shoot something that you shouldn't be shooting. And do you, uh, like, I'm guessing you, you got the opportunity to meet, like, these artists while you were on tour or? 
Um, you're just kind of in the background. Like. I'm so, sometimes I'm kind of in the background. Sometimes I do get to know them on some like you know chop it up with them. I would say it's only been a handful of like artists like that I could think of that I really got to talk. And and then again, I kind of forget because it's been so many. I don't know which ones I did, but people that uh, had a good time speaking with would be like Anuel. I didn't think me and Anuel would have like a good like conversation. I wasn't. I wasn't. I actually never listened to Anuel before that, but then when he came to Houston and like linked up with my people, yeah, he was like really cool, really down to earth. I'm like, damn, he was actually a cool ass guy. So then after that, I just started fucking with him. And then um, who else? Swaley, another great person. Swaley backed me up one time. Uh, his photographer, or I don't know if it was his photographer or what, but he was just upset that I was like in the same situation as him. And he was, I don't, I don't know what his situation was, but Swaley did stick up for me. He's like, yo, you know, like, hey, back up, bro. Like he's cause he knew I was with the people that brought him there too. So yeah. he was just like, yo, he's he's family. Like, just chill out. But his photographer, I don't know what the hell was going on to him because he was like He was looking at you like like Oh, cause it was it was Astro World, right? And um he was right at the end. Mike Dean was getting off the stage. Swaley well Sauce Walker was talking to Mike Dean. And then after that, uh Swaley came up and was talking to Mike Dean. I took a picture of them. And when I took that picture, I rubbed shoulders with his photographer. But, you know, I was out of kindness. I'm like, let me move out the way. Let me just tell him I'm sorry. And then um, I did that, but he looked at me crazy. And I'm like, damn, what the hell? I'm like, all right, whatever. And um, and then I saw another opportunity to take another picture of Swaley and Mike Dean. I did it. And then his photographer looks at me. He's like, yo, who you with? I'm like, the hell? Like, why are you checking me? Yeah. But I ain't even bother. I'm like, bro, what does it matter to you? Like, I'm just, I'm not even in your way or nothing. He's like, nah, nah, bro, you need to get out of here. I'm like, what the hell? Like, bro, who are you to tell me? Like, yeah, fuck that. Like, mm-hmm. Dog, what's your problem? Like, I'm not even bringing no bad jujus or nothing here. And, um, but yeah, nah, Swaley did stick up for me. And like, even even after we left the stage, we went to the back of the stage. Same situation. I think he was like, oh, I seen another picture where Swaley had ran up to uh, like fans. Like a lot of fans like saw him back there, and they came up. And I wanted to take a picture of that moment. And mm-hmm. when I did it, the dude checked me again. And he pulled me this time like on some like, yo, I'm ready to, you know, get down with you. I'm like, damn. But then Swaley came up. And that's when he rushed up. And he's like, yo, 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 chill, 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 chill. Like, chill out, bro. He's good. Yeah, he's yeah. good. So, yeah, I got a lot of respect for artists that actually stick up for, you know, especially somebody just like he doesn't even really know. So, but, man, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes the coolest people, be it, it, it be, it, it be like, the artist is homies, you know, mm-hmm. like um, somebody I really got a lot of respect for would be like Drake's um, Drake's homies, like um, Ovio Noel and Ovio Mark. Super great guys, like super cool. They're really like really some badass guys. Like I, I, they've shown me respect ever since like I ever met them. And to this day, they always check in uh, with me and just just every time is love. So I don't know. Did you meet Drake? Uh I've spoken to him like once, but it was kind of just like it was like a rush thing. N- nah, I mean we we okay we've talked like on some just like you know we we just said what's up and that was it. But I, I forgot one time we had like a, a simple conversation. Oh, I remember. Um, it has something to do with a photographer. Uh, his name's Steel Scudra, and I didn't know. Uh, I hadn't seen him like pull up with him the mm-hmm. last the the, the the couple times that I had seen Drake. I'm like, damn, like, you know, like, he must be, like, doing big projects or whatever. And um, so I just asked Drake. I'm like, yo, 
deal Scudra, like, ever come to Houston with you? He's like, yeah, but, like, he's just handling a lot of big projects now. And I'm like, okay, okay. And that was kind of, like, yeah. that's it. I mean, there's nothing really for me to talk to the man about. Like, No, yeah. I mean, it's just so much you can you want to say. Yeah. And, you but you're just, like, like it's trying just to play the time, cool, right? Like, yeah. It's just, like, and, yeah. And it's just, like, I mean, that's, like, one of the biggest artists in the world. Like, it's, like, yeah, yo, everybody but wants at least to. You fucking can, crazy, it's yeah. crazy to say that you've actually even, like, said what's up or but like not on like oh my god like in a meet and greet it's just like it was just like a chill thing yeah it was just a, it's just a chill thing and you know every time like uh we ever like link up with him obviously it's just like you know just say what's up and, you know just yeah because you're you're all gonna be together for the rest of the night or the rest of the weekend might as well you know mm -hmm. let it be known like yo you know what's up or whatever so yeah I, I don't i don't do too well under pressure like that too sometimes i'm like you know that is like a really amazing artist and somebody i've listened to a lot so it's just Hard to differentiate that word, like... You don't want to find out like that, but... Yeah. Yeah. And who do you feel like inspires you, like... Man, this is a lot of cats when I was coming up, like, um, Gunner Starr, Ray Corrupted Mine. Um, but then I kind of grew out of that, because the same way I'm, I feel like I'm growing out of it now, I just like more photographers, like... Um, Like, for example, I think uh, the Beatles photographer, his name is Harry Benson. I believe it's Harry Benson. I, I don't know if I got it right or wrong. But Harry Benson, I mean, he just did such a great job documenting history. Like, not only the Beatles, like, he worked with the presidents. He did, like, a lot of work with big people and just did it so beautifully. Mm -hmm. And I think it, things like that, that inspires me a lot compared to photographers that I feel like at the time when I was growing up, I looked up to. Not saying that their work is bad. I, I think their work is great, too. But I think I just got out of the whole... Not getting out of it now, but I just feel like my life can't just always be shooting with artists. You know, it has to be something more beautiful too. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah cause, uh, cause Ray, uh, what was his the Ray Corrupted? Yeah, he's Travis Scott's right. Yeah, Travis Scott's. And he was doing the film, the whole film photography, right? I or think, was it edited? I, I think yeah. I think his. I think he's shooting digital, and he just makes it look uh, really warm and film like. Yeah. Um, Gunner Stahl is really the one that goes heavy on the film, like. He'll do it all, like 120, 35 millimeter. Like he'll 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 he does great photography. So what's your uh shooting style? Um, I mean the first couple of years, um, I was heavy on film, developing it at home, like my friends taught me. And um like red room and all that shit. Like um, the... So we had like a bag. Like you don't have to be in a red room, but you okay. can do it in a bag. But it's I wouldn't say difficult, but yeah, like you can't even see shit. You're just kinda like touching things inside the bag and you're like, uh. I hope it's like right. Mm. Obviously, if you have the red room, you have the ability to see, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I was shooting film, and I just kind of stopped recently because, like, you know, it's just expensive. It's just super expensive. It gets more expensive as the years go by. And, um, yeah, I just shoot film whenever I feel like it's right, like it's a good memory to capture, like, or, or friends, or I'm doing something that I want to be captured on film to get that, like, that love that film gives you know mm -hmm. yeah. uh digital i kind of just do that on like work or a night out or whatever you know just because i know it's quick the turnaround's quick so it's just a mixture of both it's really nothing um uh, like I, i can't choose one over the other but definitely film 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 definitely for sure mm. but i try to do both because i feel like sometimes people lay off a of digital and then they don't know how to really shoot with digital mm -hmm. but they know how to shoot film or vice versa so I don't know. Would you say you use film like for like passion projects or? Yeah, for sure. Like if know. there's if there's any time that I could shoot film, um, and get, you know, obviously it taken care of like paid for or whatever. Oh, I'm gonna choose that. 
option. But uh, like I said too, like if it has something to do with family, friends, or uh, a trip or um, something that I know is gonna fit well with film, I'm gonna choose film every time. Like digital, I just have sometimes a hard time editing how I wanted to edit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just because I look at images all day, every day in colors. Like I just like feel like I'm so, like I can never set my mind on one yeah, yeah. style. I'm like, damn. Like, but film, it's like it comes one way. You can mess with it a little bit, but it's going to be primarily that um, that vibe that yeah. that film gives you. Yeah. And what's your favorite type of like project to shoot? Um, Whether it's like concerts or corporate or document documenting yeah documenting for sure i mean just like overall i mean just in general just capturing everybody's life because we're all important so just documenting what we got going on if you're big small you know you just started out whatever i I do it all so it's never it's never been like i just want to always shoot for artists like trust me i i'll stick my neck out for like homies that i know they got they're hard into what they're doing and I want mm-hmm. it to be seen too or, or at least give them an opportunity to work with a, a photographer that, you know, cares about giving them good work back, you know, yeah. so. Sure. Yeah. So oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say for his Instagram. Oh, no, no. I still have like a few other questions I wanted to ask. Um, You're young, right? Like how old are you? I'm 24. 24? All right, that's pretty. Yeah, he's a baby. <laughs> Damn, but I thought y'all were about around I'm just the same. Baby. Uh, how old do you think we are? Probably like 20, 27, 28. I'm twenty seven. Yeah, I'm thirty. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's not yeah. bad. Y'all are like yeah. in the prime time. These are prime times. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. I figured you didn't know uh, how old we were when you were like, oh, y'all are some southeast kids too. Yeah, and I was like, right, he probably thinks we're young and shit. No, no, no. I meant, I meant like southeast <laughs> kids, like, like yeah, you, like you we grew up. Were, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so pretty much like what kind of advice do you because you're young, right? So mm-hmm. you've done so much like at a young age and it's not you a know, race. You met 20, you're 24 and like you met Drake. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, obviously it's not a race. You know, I feel like even that itself might put somebody that wants to be a photographer, like might put a shitload of pressure on them. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, like if I don't do that by 24, then like I didn't it's make it. It's such you know? a young age. Yeah. And you've yeah, accomplished so, so much in a way. You know, like, you know, you know what's crazy? I feel like. I was thinking about the same way when I was, like, 18. I was like, damn, like, look at these guys that are 21 doing it. Like, I hope by 21 I got it figured out. And I didn't. Like, it took yeah. me all the way till now. And now I'm still still trying to figure it out, you know, and just trying to balance my life out in every corner of it. So, um, damn, why did the question just fly <laughs> over my head? No, like, just what advice, like, would you oh, have? Oh, advice? Like- um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, just keep doing it because like when you give up it's like you're just like closing your dream out so just keep pushing through it and and don't let anybody like you know discourage you or what you're doing um and always pursue it to the max don't just like cheat like you know cheat corners here and there just because like you're like and like i don't want to stick around because i don't care i'd rather just go home like sometimes you sticking around that little bit more might get you that 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 opportunity to go through that door so I don't know. Just keep doing it. That's literally the the only thing to do. Cause if you stop, well, you'll never know. Like so, that's how I figured it out. And I mean, even now, sometimes I want to give it up, but I can't. It's in like it's in my blood. Like I I just like I know if I stop for a while, I'm like I'm gonna want to go back into it and yeah. try to attack it again. So mm-hmm. yeah, just don't give up on your dreams. That's it. I mean, it's the simple philosophy that everybody follows. Like, it's that one. Just yeah. don't give up. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what? it for me. Oh, I thought you had more questions. No, those were pretty good questions. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Uh, <laughs> honestly, there was, some, like, there's it's just so much more that we can talk about, bro. But it's like, um, I don't know, man. Like, I had another question that... You was, always forget your questions. I do. I do forget my questions a lot. But if I don't write them down, put some of on that, you know? Yeah. But other than that, that was a chair, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't know if you have something coming up or... Any um, projects? Man, I mean, events. There's, there's always there's always a lot of things going on in the background that I wish I could really sit here and tell you guys that it's like solidified. But mm-hmm. maybe a new business venture. Uh, I might make a move to Atlanta. Uh, like actually go live there. Um, I don't know. Just all of that's always like up in the air for me right now, as of this month. But. Yeah, I'm trying to elevate to get to that next level because, you know, it's like every chapter of my life, I feel like I'm just closing the last one right now. And Mm -hmm. I'm ready to see what else I could do because I can't just continue to do what I was just doing this past year, you know? And I think that goes for all of us, you know? I think we always want to see what else we got in our bag. So I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out right now. I'm taking a break, just living it up with my family and friends as much as I can before I got to get back into it and kind of just, like, get lost in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah just go hard so but yeah i was gonna say i was gonna gonna say um why atlanta like um well drewski asked me to be his uh lifetime uh photographer well uh since i document him like video work he he did ask me if i wanted to go uh live over there so if that's an opportunity that could work out for the both of us uh, both parties then i'll I'll do it Mm -hmm. and um you know they're always free uh like you know, they they let me do what I want. You know, obviously, like, I go by what they need. But at the same time, they're not on my ass like that or anything. You yeah. know, they know I do good work. And whenever they need something, I get to it. And I'm sure if something came up that, you know, helps helps my career and helps all of us really at the end of the day, then they will let me do it too. Like, I don't want to be around uh, people or individual or even just here at home where I feel, like, constricted, you know. Or that no, they yeah. don't want to see you grow or some shit. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Now, they're, they're, I know, like... Yo, Drew got a really good heart, man. Like he's 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 looked out for me, and I mean, just give me that opportunity to even join him. Yeah. So that if that happens, you guys will see me over there more often. Oh, oh yeah. well, that's exciting for you. Yeah. Well, hopefully everything you know works out, and you know the move isn't like too much. You know. Yeah, trust me. I I I, I love I love deep. So if <laughs> yeah. I can't see my people, like sometimes I'm like, damn. I feel so. I feel drained. I feel drained. I gotta. I gotta come back probably from time to time and see them and yeah. spend as much time as I can. That goes for my friends and my family. Oh yeah. So, where, what's your Instagram? Where where can people find you? Um, <clears throat> on Instagram, Filmfoot. On Twitter, uh, Film Pata because Filmfoot's taken. <laughs> um, besides that, everywhere else, I think it's Filmfoot. And um, yeah, my name's Abiel Garcia. And yeah, you you could probably find me in a couple oh, places yeah. i kind of yeah. just go by the same name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well thank you for joining us it was a really uh good podcast and being able to like finally like meet you you know and mm-hmm. see like this side of you because i would have never really thought you were like this big of a family guy yeah I, man i'm tr- I'm trying because i know you know we're not all perfect and i'm not gonna sit here and say i am but trust me i'm trying because that's something my parents have always tried to teach me to mm-hmm. be so I'm just trying, but you know, I got a couple of loose screws, so I just try to fix them <laughs> as I go. But yeah, yeah, man, that's all we got at the end of the day. So you know, keep them close and 
you know, don't you don't want to be at the end of your life and not have anybody around you. You know, no, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're right. But again, so, thank you uh, for joining us. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, all the all his information is gonna be in the description below. Um, I don't know if you got like how many subs we have at the moment, but oh no, let me get it real quick. And, um, um, but yeah, so guys, uh, please subscribe. Uh, we're trying to reach a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. Rolling us. Um, I'm trying to, you know. I'm okay where uh, we're, we're at right now. Follow our TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. So our Instagram is 5,828. And then the subscribers are 600. And it's loading. <laughs> I think it's 653. You think it's 653? Because yeah. we lost one, right? I don't know. Yeah, because we're at 654. Oh, shit. Well, that's cool. But yeah, again, appreciate you coming, bro. Um, you know, this was Oh, yeah, this we're at 653. Yeah, yeah, so this is pretty good. Other than that, I mean, that's yeah. it, right? Mm -hmm. that's it. Peace, Peace, guys. Thank you for Peace. watching.